your boy waste no limit whiz thank yeah. you for tuning in to yet another episode of the no limit radio podcast i don't know if that's how i normally start but we just it's don't rock not out with it's it. not um but i will steal the spotlight for a second it's eric aka yeah. kasik yeah the other host of the no limit radio podcast thank you everyone for tuning in and we have someone else in the building with us today a good uh, you know a friend of a show at yeah. this point right it's, it's good to, i guess that's a good or like a sufficient way to kind of describe you yeah, I would uh, say so. Mr. Rafiq Warfield, a familiar voice, but you know, now that we got video and everything, now you you know, get it's to nice see to kind of exactly it's nice to put the face with the voice, face all that winning. good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but for anyone who hasn't really tuned in to the prior episode or just, just to get a better picture of who it is that you are, what it is that you, you do, you know, what, you know, give us, give us your own descriptions so we can, you know, we know right, exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think we wear many hats, but in this mm-hmm. particular uh, conversation, focus on the writing. So, um, so I write, I write on Medium, uh, blogging, and I write about self-expression and um, really self-development and how it links to creativity. So, kind of the premise is that you know, the more that you develop yourself, the better you can express yourself. And uh, and so each article, if you will, ties into this notion that. Um, you need to know who you are and that that's an exploration. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of, that kind of goes to the topic today. Yeah. And, and to anyone who's keeping up with him, this man is cranking out <laughs> blog posts on the regular, like more than once in a day. Sometimes it's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Um, but we, we came across one that is particularly uh, intriguing, you know, I'll put it that way. And um you know, if you don't mind, just, just kind of give us the run through of what it is, kind of the muse behind it. And, um, you know, we just wanted to really kind of analyze it and break it down and, and really just kind of draw as much as we can from the well of, the well of knowledge that you've, uh, you know, shared <laughs> yeah, I appreciate with us. that. Yeah. Um, so the name of the, the blog post is uh, The Easy Way to Make Your Life a Great Adventure. And so uh, the premise and the kind of uh, concept behind it is that you don't actually know who you are. Uh, and a lot of people like to self-identify as something, no shade to, you know, uh, certain movements. But uh, in this particular case, it's just like you may, someone may ask you, who are you or like what you do? And you may say, you know, I'm an architect, I'm a lawyer or X, Y, Z. But yeah. th- those things actually don't define you, you know, but we take on labels in society. Um, even our names to an extent um, doesn't actually encapsulate who we are as a person. And so um, the article is about letting go of these uh, these labels and these identities and instead uh, turning into like an explorer of, of sorts, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, being a detective in terms of looking uh, for clues about who you actually are and allowing yourself to take roads that maybe you wouldn't have taken. Um, maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't let yourself take a particular path because uh, it doesn't make sense for for what people uh, think of you but if you take that path you can find out something new about yourself it's like interesting you kind of write about that or like talk about that a little bit it's uh but i have to ask like um you know in a world that we live in in a society that we live in today where like everything's about instant gratification and kind of like knowing your why and when and where i'm going and all that good stuff 
and there's some somewhat of like a little bit of a pressure to kind of have everything figured out right away uh and sort of kind of have everything rolling for you by a certain time right like okay for example like me for example speaking up for myself at least i had kind of a vision of like yo where my life was going to be where i'm going to be at a specific points like little you know points in my life as far as like the timeline um and like the older i get and the more like you know more experiences i kind of like pick up i'm learning like okay like learning to accept that like hey i don't have to actually be uh where i thought i would be at said time or something like that so like how do how how would you say like one could kind of resolve that where it's like look like there's no rush to kind of have everything figured out and like know who you are like in a concrete way like yeah yeah i mean i think a lot of people put themselves on a timeline and a lot of people are comparing like you mentioned instagram so right uh, the comparison game is a a bad game to play and uh the second thing i would say is that it's all about how you frame it you know uh, i am a big fan of reframing things to my perspective Uh, a little mantra that i say to myself is like everything is working out in your favor Um, it's about kind of looking for the good and if you look hard enough if you keep looking eventually you'll find something that can work Mm. for you i mean so the thing about experience is that it's applicable to um to the next thing it may not necessarily uh look like that on the surface but um, i think all experiences is relevant to uh to self-development and to the next thing that you may do and you can build on that so you know maybe you want to be um you know say say you want to be an nba player you know and say you went to school to play ball don't remind but, me but 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 like it didn't work <laughs> out you know what i'm saying like you didn't even make d1 you yeah know? so you went to a d2 school and you know you got no looks and and then lo and behold like you didn't become a baller like that wasn't what you were uh that wasn't your destiny you know yeah something else was in your cards yeah so it's like you can hold on to that um that identity of like being a ball player right or maybe you got an injury you know could have yeah but like um but it's like if you open up the possibility that uh that you can be something else that's even more profound or even a better match for you um then you have kind of a new potential uh to explore and you're not limited as much and the basketball experience could still come into play in very peculiar ways that you never could have imagined uh, prior to. So, like the hindsight is hindsight is twenty twenty type of a thing. All right, see, so you kind of uncovered a little bit of a you know a, a sore spot in my uh, <laughs> you know my adolescence. I guess if that's the right, is that a good word to use or something like? Yeah, sure. your youth. Yeah, yeah, my youth, right? So like my hoop dreams were like, you know, viciously and, 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 and painfully snatched away from me at the tender age of 14 years old, my freshman year of high school. I came to that harsh realization that, yo, these maybe these NBA, you know, flashing just these bright light dreams that I had probably are highly unlikely at this point, right? Right. Um now I, I I've grown. I, I've allowed myself to get away from it. I kind of came to. It's hilarious in a way. Is it hilarious? Yeah, you yeah. No, I'm thinking my about pain? myself. You know? Know? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. No, just making sure. Just making sure because it's still it's still you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it was tough, man. But anyway, listen. So I'm growing up. I I, I allow myself to explore other things. Uh, you know, one thing being like here we are right now doing right, this podcast exactly. thing, like something I enjoy heavily, right? Engaging in thought provoking conversations you know, doing all this good stuff. Right. Um, but after all this time, even after all this time, I still like, you know, those hoop dreams, not necessarily the hoop dreams, but just in general, like the life that could have been 
or like just being in that space it always has a way of like catching my eye like you know what i mean almost like that old thing you feel me like it's like damn man like what could have been you know uh am am i tripping am i working am i hustling backwards and like you know what I, mean, I mean, I feel you like like I wanted to be um, a skateboarder. Like I thought that was dope. I All still right. think it's dope. I see those kids, you know, doing like a black and I'm Tony like, Hawk. Right? I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, that's, that's uh, <laughs> you know, like I was watching like Pharrell and people growing up and I was like, like, even though he wasn't even skateboard P, like he wasn't actually a skater, you know, but like Tony Hawk and all these kind of oh, guys. Um, what? Sean, Sean White. What's that? He, he wasn't a skateboarder? Pharrell couldn't really skate. Are you sure? I'm quite positive. I'm not gonna lie. This is this is this is like earth shattering news right now. We gotta like, bro. You could like YouTube it. <laughs> you mean to tell me he's never picked? Like he has. I think he has, but he's not a skater. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Wayne could do better moves than him. <laughs> Yo, that's and crazy. We, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, my bad. But my yeah. point, my point yeah, is, yeah, just like, like the skating thing. Like, you know, I'm 31. I'm going on 32. I'm like, I'm not willing to break some bones to learn this this because I I value now more my physical well being over skating fair and i'm scared yeah (laughs) and i'm not and i'm okay with being scared i've made peace with that you know what i'm saying um and i'm willing to move on to the next thing like i know eric likes um you know music and things of this nature but music is still a possibility he don't have to break no bones for that yes it is right um stay tuned y'all oh <laughs> <laughs> um, no that's true but like okay for me right like clearly right here i am i'm like getting ready eclipsing 30 not as close as you know what i'm saying but you get the point right, right? obviously we never really heard like we've only heard of, like one or two like 30 year old you know rookies that's not happening let's be real in this case right, right? You, you but but like for example there's so many different like layers to just being in that space, you know right, what I mean, exactly. right? With scouting, this coaching, you know, team management, yada yada yada, all that, good, all that good stuff, right. right? Right. Um, that's what I'm saying when I say like, yo, it, it kind of. So then the question becomes, is like, are so you willing? Are you willing to uh, make a sacrifice so that you can get closer to those things? Um, you could be the mascot, bro. <laughs> yeah, same lifestyle. I could. Have this I could. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, like, are you willing to make the sacrifices? Are you willing to actually exchange what you have right now for that? And you know, uh, there's a trade-off. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Not so much, but I mean, I, I like what I'm doing right now. But you know, yeah, it's, it'll always catch my eye. But sorry to hijack the conversation it's a conversation man yeah but but one thing that you said at the beginning which uh kind of stuck out to me just now is that um a lot of times this is something i think a lot of people really struggle and battle with um is this notion of meeting other people's expectations because they want to fit in or they want to match what they think they're supposed to be doing at a certain point in time or to appease a certain group or whatever um but the when we identify ourselves with these kind of very compartmentalized titles or designations, I feel like we kind of create those expectations for other people to, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like if you, if you describe yourself as say, um, I am a basketball player. Right to to go with the theme, just just to go with the theme, man. No, right, no, cool, no shade, no cool, shade. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, just <laughs> just I, I ma- mascot. <laughs> fine, we'll say mascot. You want to be, you know, I'm I'm a mascot. No, I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, people then will create their own expectations of what comes with that, 
And if you allow yourself to feed into that, then that creates a whole nother layer of self-limiting beliefs and, 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 and um, what can, you can feel you you're capable of doing. Can you go into what you mean about um, people create their own expectations that go into that? Can you that explain again? that? You said that people create their own expectations. So like you choose to be a mascot and then other folks have expectations. What yeah, I, I feel like there's, a, there, there's kind of a twisted um, dynamic or loop that happens sometimes where when people become too focused on what others think of them, because of this limited view, they, they say, okay, I am this, right? Because in, in, in your blog, you mentioned people don't really know themselves. So as much as they think they know themselves, they say, okay, this is it. And it's really limiting because maybe there's a lot more potential that they're not tapping into because they don't allow themselves to right. see themselves that way. So then by creating this limiting category for themselves, there's kind of an unspoken expectation based off of bias, based off of connotations, based off of people's, other people's limiting beliefs that, oh, you must be X, Y, and Z, or you should do X, Y, and Z, because that's what's expected of someone in this role or who has this title or so Right, right, right. That makes sense. I, okay, I, yeah. I get it now. So. Like, it reminds me of, like, um, like, being a Muslim, like, certain people, they may think that they're like well you're muslim so you can't do that or like a muslim does right. this i don't like you, like you can't do that either you know like and it's like but i'm also a human being you yeah. know and like watch and me like, and watch like, me you know, and like and watch me do that thing you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah so um it but i think those things are actually more reflective of that person and not of you so it's a thing of like mm. not allowing those projections to come and affect kind of your well-being because I think typically those people are also looking for themselves and they need something steady to hold on to. And so like if mm. you make a, a drastic change, it could be um, like a world shocker for someone else because it isn't um, in line with what they believe the world to be. And so because mm. you're stirring up the pot, it's not comfortable for them. And so they may try to control you in a sense by projecting their uh, insecurities onto you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes me think of the the Kanye documentary, right? Where he's telling everyone, "Yo, I'm I'm a rapper. I I don't just make beats." And everyone's right. like, "Yeah, yeah, give us the beat." And he's like, "No, I." <laughs> you know what I mean? And then even after he goes that route, he starts getting into the passion thing, right? Like he's like, "You don't get it." And now he's yeah. making uh, Jesus like like he said, "I am Walt Disney." Like he said this ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. And now he has he's has a patent now for. Jesus theme park and he's gonna do it and you know oh, he's gonna do it now that's yeah, like you know, know it's like the the power of self-belief like uh the mind is not a joke and mm. to be able to understand and and like kind of get your reins on that power and then to actually see those things through and and have like a commitment to the vision bro like it's it's it really push you into another um on, on another plane yeah yeah that's true no, that's that's good. I, I I like the Kanye example. Uh, with him, everything he's doing, especially recent with recent events, I think he's starting the whole like sports agency. I think right, sports right, right. management sports, agency. Yeah. yeah, down to sports. So like, he's got like a whole high school too as well. Bro, he's already like, uh, signing like hella people. Yeah, like Aaron Donald. I think the news came out. Aaron Donald signed him and his yeah. wife. I don't know what that like the whole. And they got a business business arrangement. Probably. Yeah, I don't know what the arrangement is or like to what capacity his wife will be involved in that deal or something like that. But I remember Aaron Donald kind of speaking heavily on like, you know, just that whole thing making sense for, to him and his wife. So that'll be interesting to see right. how that plays out. Jalen Brown, uh, yep, forward yep. for the Celtics, you know, Muslim, by the way, yeah, gang, gang. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, plays for the Celtics in the finals as well. You know what I'm saying? Hooping it up. Um, he, he recently signed as well. So 
yeah, I think he's a great example of somebody who at right. first was boxed right. or kind of like like day one boxed into that. Well, well, people didn't want to believe in him because yeah. it, it what it does is that it upsets industry, which means it upsets people's pockets. They don't want that. So like everyone has an agenda essentially, right? But like there's a new movement with like decentralization um, where there's peer to peer, there's no uh, middleman. Yeah. And and because we're getting to that point, it's making people entrepreneurs. It's, it's why we're sitting in this room is because we, we no longer actually need a boss. Like everyone can have self autonomy in a sense. And which goes back to the article is that you better get with the program of finding out who you are, because if you don't, then you would just be a slave to someone else. Uh, and yeah. that's why like people don't like their nine to fives in most cases, because yeah. the nine to five isn't working for them literally in a sense of like, it isn't working into their scheme. And if you don't have a scheme, then you want to be a part of someone else's and that's difficult to kind of swallow. And so I think a lot of people are in a panic because they feel like maybe they don't have time or to kind of like Is explore. Is it a lot though? Is it a lot? Cause I feel like that's something a lot of people kind of allow themselves to just kind of let life, you know, take place and go through the motions is it until it isn't until like way after the fact that some people will sit here and say like hey like i didn't spend as much time as i probably should have figuring myself out because here i am all these years later with all this with a mountain of regret uh basically just being a, a, a cog in somebody else's system like you said right right you said is it a lot what do you mean like is it a lot of people that are having these realizations bro like, oh, what is man, what is like, the great resignation you know like that's true what is true. uh you know that's fair um like this work from to, home those, who stuff. to those who don't know like to those who don't know uh you know the great resignation is like this new i don't even know is it a phenomenon or something i, I mean or, I, it's I a, think, a trend it's a trend now that's yeah been taking place. i mean uh, it's um it's essentially like um folks not being down with capitalism <laughs> basically you know they're like yo this system sucks and actually we don't need to work the traditional and, nine to five so, like, establishment uh, you, you got to actually figure something else out so like i think for a period of time you know certain systems have been working and um and they've been working for certain people but i think that we're entering a period where people are awakening and people are figuring out that like hey actually um i don't like that i have a preference yeah and like, i think that like uh, there's like a, a bombardment of um, of essentially propaganda, but like trying to get people to conform. And uh, I don't think humans really, um, I don't think no one's suited for that, right? Um, like people need expression. And so that's what I'm really passionate about, which is like, you got to find out what your expression is. I recently was talking about like, you have to find a vehicle uh, to mm -hmm. get your voice out and it can come in many forms you know it could be basketball shooting hoops um you know every player has his style of play go ahead yeah well it was a podcast you know podcast, yeah, right? yeah. Logging. great yeah. great example here we are yeah. no limit radio doing yeah. the do yeah exactly yeah. expressing ourselves like, like i want to uh -huh. i want to get something out uh -huh. of this, this thought that i have Let's which is it. um you know going back to kanye west and people who really have a strong conviction when you are really um, set on you know achieving something and you can see it in your mind and you in a sense not like meditate to manifest it or anything like that necessarily but it is in a sense like i think some of those things can get corny but like yeah. this is a real thing <laughs> you know in terms of like uh, word writing right? things down yeah. and making yeah. a plan and um i was telling eric before we uh cut the mics on it was just like i used to look at uh, ryan holiday as someone who i really looked up to and i still do i think the guy has done um a whole lot 
that is uh, that should be respected. You know, Ryan Holiday, he writes about stoicism, but he didn't start out that way. He kind of has owned the genre of stoicism, and a lot of people are now trying to um, to hop on that bandwagon and, and kind of get some of that cheese. Go ahead. I've been, I've been seeing a lot of that pop up, like yeah. on social media. A lot of what I follow, seeing a lot of stoicism stuff pop up. Yeah, and so Ryan Holiday, he's a product protege of uh, Robert Greene, who wrote oh, the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, back when I was like um, eighteen, nineteen, I came across Robert Greene, and it, of course. I had an interest in Ryan Holiday, but I didn't know they were connected until after the fact. Okay. And, um, but the point that I'm getting to is that these guys, they've been able to map out their career and they've been, they know in a sense what they want to achieve. They know like along the way, there'll be some twists and turns, but essentially like you're keeping your eye on the prize yeah. and, um, and to be able to see that through and to hold on to it, despite everything else that's coming at you on a daily basis to get you to change your agenda to someone else's, um, that's compelling. It is. And it makes it makes people respect you because they see something in you that they haven't yet achieved within themselves to a large degree. And so it gives not only gives people an example, but it gives them hope that it can be achievable, which is why I think people admire that quality so much. Right, right, right. But it's like hero worship in a sense, like Kendrick Lamar. He was like, I am not your savior. Um, Yeah, because because in a sense, it's also telling the person that um, you have to participate in your own rescue. Like you have to actually get down to business as well. Yeah, I yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, think about it. We all we all have our own brand of individuality, right? And that's the beauty of being able to explore ourselves constantly. You mentioned this in your post that it should be a constant effort, a constant thing to to explore yourself and to be willing to change your beliefs, I think is right, something right, right. you mentioned in particular that right. you it's a very hard hump for people to get over exactly. to be willing to be flexible enough to change exactly. your beliefs. And um, I think there's a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety that comes with that because, like you say, people are so tied to this identity that yes, they've crafted like, like for the, themselves. Like the mind identification to it. Like mm-hmm. the, the, you're, you're so closely identified with who you think you are that you can't see that that's not who you are. You know, you have no objective yeah. view of, um, of, of, of your real self. You know, mm-hmm. and then we use like, you know, in psychology, you talk about your shadow self or yeah. um, things of that nature. But, you know, being closely like I mean, like being so bound to something like that, it limits you. It limits your, your experience. You wrote uh, in the art, I guess, in the piece, uh, people live insignificant lives because their self image is fragile. What did you mean by that? Um, I think I, I, I want to see it in context, but. But yeah, just bad, just just to go off top, no, it's all good. Just right. to go off top, people eat. Li- I bought it up like it was a rap lyric. No, 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 no. Like no. It sounds like, like, like it's, it's a bar. bar. It's a bar. Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I brought it up. I was yeah. like, oh my god, like because um, yo, to those who haven't read the piece, we're gonna link it. Okay, no, I, I know, I know how I can, I know how I can express this. Yeah, like, like, like essentially, like, uh, so like the fragility, like being fragile, makes you move in a very confined way. You know, like you. Like, you're, like, if you're a piece of glass, you know, you got to be careful all the time. You're always paranoid. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you're afraid of shattering at any moment. And so maybe you actually you just don't move. You know what I'm saying? Maybe okay. you just stay stagnant. Um, like, in, in that fear, in a sense, of, like, that insecurity. Yeah, and Go it's, ahead. like, a good example. Not really. I don't know if it's a good example, but something, like, for me that I found myself experiencing sometimes is, like, uh, moments or point, points in my life where I felt like I was kind of uh, improving on, on my personal just like well-being 
uh, either doing something I didn't necessarily uh, was, wasn't doing or wasn't like a net, like a habit or I'm trying to develop a new habit. I'm starting to get into the swing of things. Maybe like I'm two, three days into this thing. And I, I noticed like I noticed like things changing, whether it's like internally right, right. and things around. But then because I noticed or I pick up on it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is weird. You know what I mean? This is weird. It's right, right. Freaking, so so let me, like, let me get, say something to that, yeah. which is this is the part that I'm most fascinated with. And I like have been talking about this for a couple of years now. And I just go on rants because it's very circular. We're at your spot talking about this, mm-hmm. which is when you kind of find your lane in a sense. What happens is that you start to have an experience and then you experience the fact that you're experiencing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that in itself it is what captures your attention. You know, you're okay. locked in. You're in a state of flow. Like you're like, um, like kind of makes in, sense. in your element. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like I'm doing something. I don't know if weightlifting is a good example, like getting into the gym. I think, uh, all right. Okay. For example, uh, I start making the necessary, taking the necessary steps, um, in, in acquiring knowledge. Right. And so in turn, basically I'm dedicating, you know, blocks of time to, really lock in and learn something new, pick up a new skill. Right, right, right. And as I'm like, you know, spending this time, I'm like, you know, it things make sense. I think I'm in my element. I'm establishing this flow. And like you said, exactly. Like I'm experiencing myself, experience this new way right, of right, like right. It's, 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 it's living. And you're creating in itself, like that experience of, is like you, but you're, it you're yourself yeah. and then you're experiencing yourself, experiencing it, you know? Yeah. So like that is this interplay. And there's something that I want to, there's a concept that I'm trying to actually like simplify so that I can write it into a blog post. Today I was on my computer and my girl, she was like, she's like, why are you looking up um, nuclear fusion? And I was like, okay. I have an idea. I'm trying to, <laughs> I need to break it down. Yeah. So like, just watch. Uh, so like, I, I'll explain a little bit of it here, which is, I don't know if you know this, but like, do you know how the sun uh, makes its energy? Doesn't it constantly like explode or there's, there's, it's constantly renewing itself, right? Like, like there is, uh, I, I literally just need to look this up and, and get the actual definition. If I was wrong, everyone, please excuse me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's- so, so it says, uh, Solar energy, this isn't exactly the one that I want, but it's, it's saying what I just said, like it's created uh, through nuclear fusion. And so this is what's taking place in the sun. And so it says fusion occurs when protons of hydrogen atoms violently collide in the sun's core and fuse to create a helium atom. This process, known as a proton-proton chain reaction, emits, emits an enormous amount of energy. So that may be a little complex to understand, but I want to relate that idea to what nah, you just nah, said. Really, man. Kinetic which is, energy, kinetic energy, which is heat, like heat is you're, fire, you're, fire is <laughs> yeah, man, come on, man. I paid attention to science. So work, I'm like, press, trust me. So I, like, I'm so good. like you're creating your yeah. own energy source. And this is what this is all about. The self-expression. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, what begins to happen is that like for the sun, like it doesn't need oxygen to, to burn, yeah. which is what I was uh, so perplexed by. I was like, Oh, we're like, that makes sense. Yeah. There's no air in space. Yeah. Like, I got it. You know Sounds what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. it's not a campfire. Yeah. Like, that burns out. A candle burns out. A barbecue pit burns out. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the sun is doing something different, but it's still producing heat. 
So on the surface, no pun intended, you can think that like it's the same kind of fire, but it isn't actually. And so um, eventually the sun will, the sun, so like, let me uh, backtrack really quick. The reason why uh, the atoms like fuse together is because of the sun's gravitational pull. The gravitational pull is so strong that, that um, the atoms come together and then they, they fuse. And then that, that um, kind of process creates a reaction, which creates the heat, which is what we experience here on Earth or whatever. Mm, yeah. um, and so the sun is going to keep doing that and keep through this process for like five more billion years. Um, and once it dies out, it will collapse on itself, but it won't stop until it's done. And so I think that's kind of like we are as human beings. Like, I think everything is very metaphoric in terms of like how we live life, right? So um, someone like, we're going to use the example again of Kanye West. When someone has strong conviction, they become very compelling. Um, even if they're like, you know, a psycho, like, uh, like a cult leader or something like this. Like people want someone else to believe in. And when someone is convinced of what they believe in, even if you don't actually agree, you, you almost have to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's why, like, you look at fighters, like boxers or whatever, or you look at anyone that's in their craft. Um, you, you know the boy from the man when you see it in the lights. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For sure. And, and I think that's when it comes to these, um, these moments of being in flow, things also happen which you're not necessarily conscious of, but because you're in that state, they kind of synchronize. I'm thinking of like, but the closest experiences that I have had have been with like media, particularly like music and things like that, where things right. happen that aren't necessarily practiced. Well, they've been practiced, but they haven't been implemented yet, or they're not necessarily scripted beforehand, but it comes through. You know what I mean? And um, give I an think, example if you can. Um, so, so one thing I've been, um, uh, one thing I've been, this, this is kind of a more relevant example. I've been working on like reels a lot lately, like on social media, right? Like I, I really like the idea of creating film, matching pictures to songs. And Rafiq, you and I have talked about this kind of just like, you know, just chilling on, you know, on our own time or whatever, but like, right. and, and one thing you told me was, you know, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I want to be a filmmaker, you know, I want to, and you're like, right. no, you are a filmmaker. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I get, and you're like, no, no, you are like, like literally you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. That makes you a, a filmmaker. filmmaker. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's even, even that is revolutionary. Like mentally speaking, you know, when you actually think of yourself and like, okay, I'm actually doing what I say I want to do. Like I'm living out my dream actually. Exactly. Like, like, as as kind of like uh, ridiculous as it may sound, say if I don't know, um, I only have cliches in my head because that's like how we work in society. But like a doctor, you want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. You write down a plan. You're on your way to becoming a doctor. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You're not necessarily practicing medicine yet, but like you're living the dream. Yeah, that's that's a dangerous. <laughs> right, right, right. So, but I'm making a distinction. We all remember, we all remember the dude who got <laughs> who got locked up in Florida for this, right? Nah, really? Y'all remember the, the kid? He was like he was like a teenager. People. He was you know front like he was a doctor, had a whole office and everything. No, he was performing like wow. uh like the you know like the. He was doing like, you know, inspections, not inspections. What is what's the word for it? Uh, checkups. Yeah, doing checkups for women. Inspections. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's such a bad. Yeah, yeah my bad. He was doing checkups. Gives the maintenance of my whip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't remember this? No, All right, okay. There's too much stuff coming out of Florida. Florida. Man, he got locked up, up like bro. twice for this. A black kid. 
Glass. All right. No, okay, I but, but that's but a, I mean, that's a good example this is of da- like it's dangerous. Some, no, yeah, the doctor, like, the doctor thing uh, is like, dangerous. I like my my point is like you you want to live your dream, you know, and right. you're you're saying like oh I want to start doing X Y Z, but like once you start, you've started. You right. know what I'm saying? So like of course there's milestones like becoming yeah, a doctor do and it. practicing, right? Yeah. There's a you, you know maybe you now have a, a hundred thousand followers. That's that's something to like, bro. Like literally on my on my medium, um, I'm at ninety. Followers. He kind of looks like Cookie from uh, Ned's The Classified. Bro, he looked like a creep. <laughs> oh my god, you guys don't know the story. Continue. I'm just gonna. So yeah. I'm at 90 followers, right? I had zero followers once upon a time, right? And once I hit 100, you could get paid on Medium uh, in terms of uh, this partner program that they have. Right. Granted, I haven't been writing for the the money. I found out about the fact that you can get paid afterwards, and I found out that people were making a living off of it. You know what I'm saying? So like. Yeah um again when you start you start to find out more things and the possibilities begin to expand um but the point is like that's a milestone going back to the doctor um example it's like you're living your dream and then there's milestones along the way those are things to celebrate but you're already in action and you're already living your dream meaning so many people say that they like want their dream of whatever whatever but they're thinking about an end they're thinking about an outcome as opposed to a process Right. And, and going back to, to my earlier point, which, which you just kind of illustrated in, in a more practical sense, is there are things that you find out along the way as long as you take the step, right? So like there are times when I'm like, okay, I, want, I have this idea in my head of, what I, of the story I want to tell through this, this reel or whatever. And sometimes by being in that state of flow, something happens which I couldn't like, t- I didn't necessarily intend for it with that much precision, right, right, right. but it happens. That happens a lot. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, but you know... It, and, and like you said, you started off writing because you had messages that you wanted to get out. And then after the fact, you find out, oh, well, if I have this many, you know, people subscribing and so on and so forth, there are, there are added benefits or whatever. And, 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 and I would imagine that the more engagement that you have, the more ideas will come to you and so yep, on and so yep. forth. So and, it's, and then it's like, unintended like, I, things I was, that happen. Like, like granted, like this, this writing thing is like, I can't say that, um, like it's, it's a fairly recent thing, but the writing isn't. Um, but the medium mm. thing is. And, uh, and so like when it comes to the production of it is the more you write, the more you can write. And it's, and it's weird, but like the kind of parallel that I would give is like, the more you go to the gym, it becomes very difficult at a point. Like you hit a tipping point to where it's now difficult not to go to the gym. You know what I'm saying? If you're eating well at a point, it becomes difficult not to eat well. And then the reverse is true. If you have crappy sleep, like I have had, and I've been getting my act together, um, it's hard to go back to sleeping at 9.30. That sounds bizarre. But mm. for some people, they were doing it. I did it last night. Woke up this morning uh, with, without an alarm at like 5.30. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so goals, like, man. W- w- without feeling, <laughs> right without feeling a drag, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but my point is it's just like momentum is, is a thing and it compounds. And that's why, the, like I said, the force is very compelling once you begin. <laughs> like you got to start. Yeah. 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 Malachi Love is the guy. Brown related. Just bringing it back. <laughs> Malachi Love got locked up years ago as a teenager for basically operating as a doctor without a license, performing checkups on male went men and women, did all that stuff. Bruh. Did he have a clinic? They, or? He called him yes, a whole clinic, office, everything. Called himself Doctor Love. Are you guys really like this? Is the first time you guys are hearing about the story? Yeah, this story? This dude went same. viral, man. I'm talking about a whole, like a whole doctor, you know, had the white coat and everything, 
operating with a like a little bit of a mohawk, fohawk type. Was he look, was whatever. he decent though? Like was did he know anything? It don't matter, about- bro. If that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I'm with the whole like self proclaiming thing. It's just like let's just try to keep it with. I mean, but, but like we gotta back it up with work a little bit. You know? Yeah. What I'm yeah okay. Fair, like fair, like fair, that's fair, that's fair, what this fair, is. Fair, what it comes fair, down to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This stuff isn't mystical. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yes, like, exactly. You gotta put you gotta put in some action. What's that, Eric? Hundred percent. I thought you were gonna say no, just like the, the word mystical is it's not what I was expecting you to say, but it like fits perfectly. Like it, you're right, it's not mystical. Yeah, like this isn't a magic show. Um, there's actually work being done, but others will look at it as a magic magic show and they will want it to be magic. And the reason why is because it gives them an out. They say, Well, you know, the the so and so was talented, you know. Uh he had yeah. better cars than me. His parents, you know, uh footed the bill, or you know, he was taller, or whatever the case, you right? Yeah. Yeah. But it gives them an out and uh a lot of people are that way, and then that's why they then have to live vicariously through um what they see on Instagram or a movie or whatever. Yeah, I mean Prince is a great example of that. Like a lot of people distinguish Prince as like a real prodigy. And a lot of people have some funny stories about him, kind of like to to recycle the word mystical a little bit. But I, I listened to a podcast that was done on him. Um, and when you when they talked to like the bandmates and everyone who was close to him, this man used to rehearse like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, You're talking yeah. like 24 hour yeah. type rehearsals where people would like s- stay at the studio for days on end because they're watching footage of their last show. They're rehearsing, they're doing this or doing that. And like these that that was all they did. And then you realize, okay, well, even if he had a certain amount of aptitude or talent or special touch for this thing, this man was working his tail off like like nobody else was. Right. You know, so it's even even if someone has the gift, so to speak. It, it, it's the not gift gonna... is useless without like, you know, its fair share of like work. You know, like hard yeah. work and like mm-hmm. actually like time being spent cultivating and and trying to maximize this to what it is like. Like we've seen talented athletes come and go. Like some people, you could just see like you look at them and say, "Wow, like this guy just had it." You know what I mean? Like you like a lot of wasted talent. You know that part too. That's exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, what did Katie say? Something like, "Yo, hard work, hard work uh, beats talent when talent fails to work hard." My God, KD didn't make that quote. That's well, yeah, old, yeah. well, I got it. I got it from KD. All right, I got it from KD when I was like heavy. It works. Like, anyway, it works. as long as no, it no, sticks. No, no, but but you get yeah, it. You get yeah, it. No, I get it. Yeah. Hey, man, Muhammad Ali. He used to say, "I don't start counting the crunches until it hurts." Yeah. Yeah. And and to have that mentality, you know, is uh, which is is something that hard to wrap your head around. Yes. But yeah. but, but yes. that but that mentality is different, which goes to kind of uh the point of like state of mind and um living in a certain reality Mm. is where you have to be all the time people will see you as a crazy person but like that's where you have to be Mm. um and i think the talent is important i think the skills is important but more importantly it's beautiful when they come together so um whatever it is i would say that you do in your free time, um, that's probably a thing that you should be doing all the time. Yeah. And and I'm not I know some people say, well, maybe you shouldn't like um try to make money off of your hobbies or whatever the case may be. Well, my question then would be, are you cool with your job? Are you cool with how you're making money right now? And if you're not, then you have to just reevaluate because the reality is that you gotta pay bills and have a roof over your head. So what yeah. are you gonna do? True. True. 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's the dream is to eventually like at some point to be turning, you know, these hobbies into like uh, a means of sustaining life and all that right good stuff. So. But bro, the thing is like, how much do you want to suffer? Uh, it meaning like people are not going to change until the pain is too great. Like I was telling Eric, uh, I was like, man. Until, like, I hit, like, a fever pitch of, like, stress and anxiety, I was like, bruh, like, I have to change. Um, that typically is what motivates people to change, unfortunately. Granted, you, mm -hmm. could, you could learn from other people. You can take their wisdom and apply it to your life. You could, you know, as I mentioned before, not take that bumpy path with the potholes. But so-and-so don't said, don't go that way. You know they know these roads. And yet you said, well, I just want to see for myself. Bro, I hate and you scratch up those this. rims and, and you dent. <laughs> it hits you, home. You know, nah, you, uh, I hate that he's saying this because this is exactly like the story of my life, right? Where you know it's what I'm like, I'm the type of person who like lives. I won't but, say but look, misery. But, go ahead, my bad. But, my bad, but one bad. more point go behind go. that is like, you know, how, how people do it. It's like, they go on that road. It's like, well, I know where the potholes are. I'll just avoid them. You know what I mean? Because like first time you go down, you hit the pothole. You're like, okay, shouldn't have done that. I mean, like that sucks. Next time you like, oh, there it is. And you avoid it, survive the way. Next time you know how to go all the way around it. But eventually you just don't go down that street. I saw that from somewhere. I forget where. <laughs> no, but, but, um, yeah. but, but like you, you just got to, you know, start, um, I, I think, seeing the bigger picture, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that that's that's a fact. It's just it, like I was saying, like it's like I hate he said he brought this like it's such bro, a good I'm, point. I'm, look, man, I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I, bro, I know where the potholes are on the street. <laughs> exactly, and I don't even have to think about that. You just know what? Like, you know what it's like, man. And this is my favorite scene of the whole movie, which is the the Matrix, where he's in the car, and you know they pull the gun on him, and he's like, they're like, look, either it's our way or the highway. And he goes, yeah. bad. And he starts to go out the door, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I love about that Whatever, scene. Like, that's, you know that road. That's all of us right there. We're <laughs> like, all right, bet. We'll just take the road. And then, yeah. But you know where it's going. And then it hits him. And then he's like, all right. And to me, and I, and I wrote about this blog post, shameless plug. Uh, you know, but basically I say that's where he begins his journey right, right, to, right. to enlightenment because or you begin to discover you know who you are yeah um, you you avoid that path that you're so used meaning to. meaning that like you you start to understand that that other path isn't you because until you actually come yeah. to terms with the fact that that isn't working from you working for you um you're you're actually you're not aware enough you're still repeating the pattern um mm -hmm. so like not until like you are removed from it and can see it do you get that paradigm shift? And then yeah. that's an epiphany. And then you continue to go and you continue to have more epiphanies. Right, right. Well, I, I know we're yeah, coming nah, up on time. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to kind of like bring up like one more kind of yeah. uh, interesting yeah. line you had um, in your piece. It said something along the lines of, and it, I, we could like wrap this up after this, but like uh, something you wrote was like the most common mistake on the path of self-discovery is thinking you already know who you are. Um as somebody who kind of feels like they kind of have a good, they spend a good enough time reflecting on where they are in life, what they're about and everything like that. Am I, am I, am I doing this life thing wrong? Uh, elaborate. In the sense of like, I, I think I know who I am. Am I hindering my like self discovery process by thinking I know who I am? Uh, I, I think uh, what it reminds me of is uh, Eckhart Tolle, who I listen to now um a lot he's like my yoda but um it's 
he, he speaks about this idea of consciousness in the sense of like that's who you are like you're the you're the um you're the one who hears yourself but you're not the one who speaks does that make sense yo sort of i yeah. like i really like that so Explain. so what i'm getting at is like you're it's like a it's like uh what you're saying is a bit manic in the sense that like you're still searching you yeah. still want to know 100%, 100%. But Always what I'm, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is like letting go of that desire. To grow? No, not to grow, but to know. Okay. In a sense of like um, having finality. Like, like it's like watching a movie and someone's like, what happens at the end? You're like, bro, watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm so it's like being willing to go through the journey and not be too concerned about the destination. That's true, but then how do you know where you're going? Like, but, I think so. So I mean, like, of course, like you have to start somewhere. Like, you you follow your intuition. Um, you 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 start with the thing. Say, like, I don't know. Um, you like painting, or you're you're interested in painting. Like, I was. I have so many damn drafts on my um on my phone and on my computer. But playing with the idea of um of like what captures your attention is what you should actually pay attention to. Okay. Like it's like a very like paradoxical thing. Like that's the thing that you should pay attention to, the thing that's capturing your attention. And so what I mean is that like that is a calling card, it's telling you something about who you are. Like there's a resonance there because there's a connection. And so you should follow it and you should explore it. I'm not saying to like not do anything, not take on a title or be um be no one, but that makes me think of like that girl from um Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the faceless. Uh, she, she she was a faceless person. She she was working so hard to become I a faceless a person. Yeah. Aya Stark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she uh, she became a faceless person. A she became is, no a girl one. Is no one. Mm. Yeah, so that's what you have to become. Oh, you never. Oh my god. You have to become. You have to become no one. Eric, man. <laughs> the, the great, the great upset. I know, I know. But but like she she uh, she she <sighs> kind of came to this. Bad, she yeah. came to this understanding about who she was, and the irony in it is that she became no one. Um, yeah which was like the illest. which 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 essentially mean for like i know people listen like what in the hell like in the very basic uh very lame terms to, to understand Game of thrones is is that you um Other before i lose guy. this thought one second yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry um, is that is you, you are detached from your ego uh your ego no longer runs your life you're no longer needing to um make distinctions between yourself and another um you're not you don't have a need to judge other people uh, essentially, you rise to a level of acceptance, of um, of love, of um, humility, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like good character traits that that people aspire to, but it's a reason for that. You know what I'm saying? This is why we look to the people who are soft-hearted. You know, because um, they understand something, and uh, the people who are boastful or who are proud is is a reflection of their insecurity, their need for control, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm saying like. When it comes to your self-expression and your need to uh, to be someone, that is ego, right? But whatever it is that you truly do, that is your gift and your calling. That is going to serve a greater good. It won't just be for you, which is why you know that that's something that is special. You understand? No, I like that. I like that. Uh, for me personally, I spent a good enough time. I, I spent a pretty good amount of time like reflecting. Uh, more not not so like to learn who I am, but more of just kind of like gain a certain like level of self awareness, 
uh, and, and, and who I am and where I like kind of take account on where I'm at in my life. Right. 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 Uh, not sure if I, I if I allow like that time, like whatever I learn in those moments to basically shape a concrete idea of who I am, because I understand like that's always subject to change. Like I am who I am today because of a culmination of experiences right. to this point. And it's, right. But, the, but that goes to that goes to uh, the beginning, like a couple of paragraphs and then we got to wrap. Yeah. But that goes to the beginning well, of paragraphs of, uh, of the, the blog post, which is. If you didn't know those stories that you know, would you still be the same person? Like if you woke up uh, in a hospital bed with no memory, then who are you then? Right. That's a question. If I woke up in the hospital with no memory, who am I? Of, of your a past man, memories. A man is nobody. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like yeah. you are, but you are you. Does that right? answer the question? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know it was slick. But like, a little bit, but, right? But like, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're still someone, yeah. but, but, but you're no longer attached to these, uh, these, these which memories. Which is good. Which is good because it's another, it's another piece I kind of took, stole from the, from the, I guess your piece was good. Uh, then, your memories then, go ahead. are go distorted. Your memories are distorted and don't serve as a record. Instead, they are a piece of the giant puzzle, but not the foundation on which you should place everything. Yes. Yeah, I like that a lot. Can you like just and this could be like what we wrap up with, okay? I, I know like just yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so like that that foundation piece is so so fundamental. Um you know, I think about the the different times where um we got some falses above us if you hear that. Yeah. But there are different times where I was really certain that um that I was a particular person that I was going to be this thing, you know. Um, but then as I started to grow, I stopped associating myself too closely with either relationships or jobs or uh, my car. I got a dent in my car. Do you know how heated I was when I, you know, I was like, how did I I'd be so but, sick? But it's because yeah. like, where is that pain coming from? But again, like that's that ego where it's like, Am you, I you, you need this car to be perfect in quotes. Yeah. For what? For, for your, for your, for yourself, because it, it, it serves this idea of uh of like i don't know being fly or whatever the, like you yeah. like you need that for your self-esteem but i'm saying that self-esteem should be generated from another place and so i'm that. saying like if you build if you build your self-identity on things that you can't maintain things that will change uh things that uh, may essentially just uh, out of your control really uh, fluctuate in value yeah you know what i'm saying yeah uh, that doesn't make any sense but if you base your identity on um kind of in a sense like spirit versus like flesh you know what i'm saying um then then your life can become better you know what i'm saying like we all age we all go through different phases etc so it can be uh, a tricky thing in terms of um happiness because those other things that you lose causes anxiety um, i'm not satisfied with that answer but Nah, it works because I think for me, like going back to a time in my life where I kind of experienced a certain level of like depression uh, and I came to that realization that I was like depressed at that moment. Uh, one thing kind of like that I, I use as kind of a mantra to kind of help me work myself out of this, you know, this rut I was in at the time uh, was taking myself to a place of like humility where like, yes, like things, life is going to happen. Things are going to come up. Like you said, like a car, my car will get, you know, dents or scratches. Um, but it's like moments like that where I have to remind myself that I'm, I'm not above 
experiencing things like these, right? At the end of the day, like this was never. Yeah, it's it's letting go of that attachment. Exactly. And, now, and, and now I have a better example, yeah. which is, you asked me the question about the the uh, the passage in the in the in the post, right? Right. The ego in me wants to have an answer. I'm on a podcast, of course. You know, yeah. I, there's millions of people listening, and yeah. so I like I want yeah. I want to be able to have something to say, yeah. right? Instead of being able to say, actually, like I need to think about that when I don't have actually a great answer right now. Yeah. Let's live with the let's live what we got in the post. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but folks can check it out. Like exactly. like yeah. like coming to a level I of mean, acceptance about it. Sufficient. But I'm but I'm saying like I mean like I had I had something to say, but yeah. I kept thinking that I needed more because I wasn't satisfied. Like it wasn't in my, for me, it wasn't um equaling up to this fantastic answer. You know what I'm saying? But then letting go of that you then get the answer. You know what I'm saying? So it's like letting go of that particular attachment is, is what's needed. Yeah, and to take that a step further, ultimately you just say, you know what? Why don't you check it out <laughs> and see what you think? You know what I mean? Because that's ultimately the greater goal, yeah. the greater good that you're yeah, trying to exactly, serve. Yeah, because for me, like, it was a, like I needed to know right then when you asked me. But like mm-hmm. letting go of that is uh, yeah. a thing. Yeah, and it, gets, it, it gives other people the opportunity to, to draw their own conclusions and to, to gain their own insights and maybe... Maybe the answer that you would have given, it may have been a great answer, but maybe for their own experience, they're able to come to their own answer, and, you right, know, which right. is obviously, you know, which is a little bit more applicable and a little bit more um, meaningful to them. So ultimately, man, yeah, that's a great example. And that's also, uh, you know, please, everyone take the time. <laughs> it's not a long read at all. This one's like, what, four, I, I, four that minutes? That was like four minutes. You know, uh, right now I'm writing some, um, you know, short form. I, I read someone on Medium. She was saying that, um, you know, just turn them out, make them short. And then, and then like, you know, you, you hit a goal for a month in terms of like output. And then maybe the next month you, you set a different goal for maybe long form, you know. But uh, so right now, I think these, the, the short concise ones are fun and they're easy um but i also like to kind of dig deeper and do some more research on some different pieces so we'll see what's up yeah yeah looking forward to it man yeah like link will be listed in the bio or the description episode description um along with like all the other great pieces that you've written uh to this point so definitely looking forward to reading those as well um and uh yeah i think this is a good spot to kind of like close things out um, I know that we I know that we mentioned Medium as being your platform for writing. Um, right. Is there any other way that anyone who either comes across your your blogs or just wants to tap in directly, kind of to you on a different platform, are you available to be contacted? Yeah. So uh, my profile is open on Instagram. So it's my first and last name, Rafiq Warfield. Um, but then also too, it's the same deal. Well, it's similar on Medium. My my mm-hmm. email is on there. Uh, it's my first and last name at Gmail uh, dot com. So so that's pretty straightforward in terms of folks who want to hit me up and uh have a conversation awesome yeah, yeah. so uh thanks again for joining us man this is yeah the, man the, the gem the gems just rain down yeah man. no that's, it's cool that's how man. I, feel, I appreciate but, it uh, i appreciate it uh i was bugging in a few spots but uh bugging in the sense of like totally geeked out <laughs> yeah i mean uh, but uh i appreciate it this is not like some npr like uh style interview where like the i guess the interviewee has everything you know what i mean i kind of did i kind of put you on the spot with something no no no, it's cool it's cool you know what i mean like so no limit yeah yeah, no you did your thing with them (laughs) i think and i hope i hope the audience and listeners are friends and everybody that listens on a week-to-week basis can really benefit from this and and really take something away from this so 
I think they will. I don't. I don't think they have a hard time doing that. So, um, but yeah. With that being said, man, thank you guys once again for tuning in to yet another episode of the world's best podcast, No Limit Radio, uh, with your boys, No Limit Wiz, Eric, and our good friend of the show, Mister Rafiq. Hopefully, not the last time. (laughs) Second of many more times to come. Um, And uh, yeah, man, y'all know where to find us. Like we always say, y'all know where to find us. You know, Instagrams, Twitters, email, none of that stuff changed. All that stuff will be listed in the bio. I mean, not the bio. I don't know why I keep saying the bio, but you get it. Whatever you did to get here tonight. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, man. With that being said, man. uh, That's it. Tune in next time. We look forward to seeing you. Peace.